Thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 76. Why is my verse so barren of new pride, so far from variation or quick change? Why, with the time, do I not glance aside to new-found methods and to compound strange? Why write I still all one, ever the same, and keep innovation in a noted weed, that every word doth almost tell my name, showing their birth and where they did proceed? Oh no, sweet love, I always write of you, and you and love are still my argument, so all my best is dressing old words new, spending again what is already spent. For the sun is daily new and old, so is my love still telling what is told. That was Sonnet 76 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. Almost, almost so close to halfway through. Um, and, and I am joined, uh, I'm Mark Chastley for one, and I am joined <laughs> uh, as ever by the very smiley... Thierry Helis, that's that's cool. Just forget your own name. People don't need to know who I am. I, I no, no. I, I, decide, I do another podcast that's that's nothing to do with Inia uh, about electric cars because I I work in the world of electric cars and I do a podcast once a week or a video podcast about it. And I'm fairly sure I'm seen as the the idiot child of of the EV community because I do things like that all the time. I'm I'm like the Alan Davis of of the EV world. That's that's seems to be where I am. But anyway, enough about my random life, my my non-literary side. Uh, Sonnet seventy six. What what did what did you think? I'm holding a mug of coffee. It's, Tell me what you think. Uh, of cold coffee. It's nice ice cold coffee. Yum yum yum. <laughs> I. It it seems like we're back to the. Um, I don't know. Just just more admiration going on. And and why is my first so barren of new pride so far from variation or quick change? It's it's he's kind of admitting that he's just going on about the same thing, I guess. Yeah, it's 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 all about the the fair youth is like the only reason why uh, the, the fair youth's beauty is the only reason why these sonnets exist. And oh, interesting, I I take a slightly different view of this, which is I think it's all about Shakespeare. I I think this is a it's him going back to the. I'm useless, I'm not a good writer, boo-hoo, poor me, kind of view that we've had before. Because it's all, why is my verse so barren? Why can't I change? I, I So all my best is dressing old words new, spending again what is already spent. It's him going, there's nothing new I can say, there's nothing new I can do. All these poets of past have, have said it, I'm useless, all I can give you is my love. I think is, is yeah, I think it's yeah. but he does say sweet love I always write for you and you and love are still my argument yes so uh, he's... although he does also say so all my best is dressing old words new so he's just, just yeah do we, do we think he's saying that the fair youth is holding him back because he's so obsessed with the fair youth he has to stay in this sonnets which are uh, traditionally love poems and he has to stay talking about love, and he has to stay talking about the fair youth because the fair youth's beauty demands it. So, in a sense, the fair youth is holding his writing ability back. Yeah. Ah, that was deep, wasn't yeah, it? That was, ah. that was, uh... <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> 
I don't. I'm with the last two lines, for as the sun is daily new and old, so is my love still telling what is told. Just, just kind of, just well, he just plays shut up about how perfect the other person is, kind of thing. <laughs> you just, I mean, you, you, you meet. So, well, it's not you new by this point anymore. But if you are in love, you just. For a lot of people, it's very hard to shut up about how amazing the other person is. And he, he's kind of. I read it as he's kind of admitting. It's like I'm aware that I'm just banging on about it, but. <laughs> It it he he is perfect, so I'm just gonna keep going. I just completely signed it. That's why I love doing this podcast, so we can talk about Shakespearean love poetry as Shakespeare just banging on about love. <laughs> it's perfect. This is this is ah oh, wonderful. No, I agree. I I I think I agree with that. Do you, do you find that in the real world? Do you find people who've got a new relationship and new new girlfriends and boyfriends tend to go on about them a lot? I, it doesn't really happen in my circle of it friends. It depends on. It depends on. Uh... People tend to be quite secretive in my circle of friends. They, they, I know people have new girlfriends and boyfriends, but I don't get introduced to them until quite long into the relationship. Maybe that says a lot about me. Yeah, it, it, that's just you, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I won't introduce you to Mark just yet. You're not quite ready for that. <laughs> that's that's yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm introducing you to my normal friends first, and then a few a few normal gay people, and, and then and then you can see the person who's a cross between a hippie and a troll. That works. Yeah, I think that might be it. That's quite worrying. You've met my girlfriend like two months into the relationship. Yeah, that was good. That was, she's lovely. She's very very nice. Yeah, Even less than like a, like six weeks into. The and it'd be longer than that by the time this goes out. If if they're still together, and I I'm sure they will be, it will be about nah. three months. Nah. And she's lovely. Nah, it's not gonna last. It's not gonna last. <laughs> you decided. Yeah, yeah. You've had your way, yeah. and that's it. You're thrown yeah. into the curb. It's fine. I have, to, I have told her that it is a mistake. It's a mistake. You're a player, and, and and she can't play a player. Yeah, yeah. Is that is that the phrase, or is that not? In I anymore? don't know. You're just you're an international jet-setting just... European playboy, is what you are. That's that's it. I'm just gonna fly up to a new country and and Monaco. Go to Monaco. It's just yeah. I can't afford Monaco. <sighs> those those women want to be entertained, and I don't have the cash for that. Ah, fair enough. You're a cheap international playboy. Oh, well. Go somewhere. Spain. Spain. There's a lot of poverty in Spain. Spain and Greece. <laughs> I'll, uh... I'm going to take you out and buy you a house in Greece. Because I earned a fiver this week. The recession tour 2013. <laughs> oh, she's lucky to have Thierry you. Jerry gets down to business. She, she's, she's lucky to have you. Bless her. Bless her. She is. I think she is. Ah, let's get back to the sonnet. Sorry, just talking about <laughs> yeah. your love life there. That's, that's weird. Sorry, R- random people are going. Why do I care? Why do I? I don't even know who this Thierry is. Why do I? Care? I I don't think they would have been listening to seventy six episodes if they just wanted to know about Shakespeare. We that I mean, tangents are part of this. Yeah, yeah, for, for uh, rightly so because we're we're both fascinating people, as as you can tell. We've talked about your other half. We for. Quite, quite. I mean, he's been mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Not, not in huge amounts of detail. I don't think. I hope not. I might get told off. No, no. He's a he. People know that. I think we have mentioned that a few times. Yeah, one of those dirty gay people who's who's. <sighs> yeah, not allowed to get married properly. Those kind of things. 
because because we might upset church people and we don't want to do that we don't we don't no you don't want to upset because because bibles are quite thick books and when they're thrown at your head they could they can hurt yeah yeah what it is that's why they have those really thin pages it allows them to cut through the air easier more aerodynamic (laughs) it's true (laughs) um let's just go with ricky gervais thing just because you're offended doesn't mean you are right (laughs) that's true a lot of things offend me and i'm not often right so yeah that must be true (laughs) and uh, there's some controversy around this sonnet i read i did a bit of research on this one because because i saw the word weed and went oh oh shakespeare might be talking about drugs and then i went don't be stupid shakespeare wouldn't talk about drugs and they certainly wouldn't have called it weed at the same time and then I did some research, and they would have, and they did use it quite a lot in England. Um, so I've now got a completely different view of the of the uh, of the Victorian uh, Victorian. No, that's wrong. Elizabethan. I knew it was one of them. It was two hundred years before Victoria. Sorry, the the Elizabethan age. I now have this view of all of the the gentry uh, just just puffing away on spliffs, laughing at Romeo and Juliet, I, I going. Mean... Ah. They were, fit. I mean, they 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 drank absinthe, like the the proper absinthe that that make you hallucinate and go insane, and they they had opium, they had the opium wars. Yeah. I mean, they they were very. Um, How did we get anything done? I don't know. We didn't for about five hundred years. We, we were just drugged <laughs> out of our minds in our in our huts that had the fire in the center because we hadn't quite figured out brick making yet, so we couldn't all have chimneys. And, and, I've been watching and praying to God. There's been a, a quite an entertaining. Uh, if you if you like the the Elizabethan age, there's been quite an entertaining BBC um, documentary uh, on the past three weeks. Uh, so it might still be on iPlayer by the time this goes out. Um, called a Time Traveler's Guide, and it's got this weird man who I'm fairly sure is a real time traveler and just kills anyone who finds out about it because he's he's dead in the eyes, completely dead in the eyes, but. He takes you around, and it's like the idiot's guide to the to, to the Elizabethan age. And he goes, in in it's there's three episodes, so it does the lower classes, the middle classes, and the upper class. And it's like, and of course, if you were in the lower classes, you'd have to hunt for work, and you'd walk from village to village because back then they didn't have trains or cars. <laughs> it's like, no, they didn't have cars. And then he goes, and they didn't really have houses. The houses was just one house. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. Just, just, wow. And he couldn't. He can't say um, pasty. He can't say. He keeps calling them pasties. And the, somehow the scriptwriter. I need to meet the scriptwriter because they managed to work the word pasty or pasty into every <laughs> single episode. <laughs> it was absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Definitely worth watching. It, idiots, guys. They, they they keep doing that on the BBC though. I and mean, then that what's he called? Brian Cox. Yes. Where he did the uh, what was the last one? Wonders of the Solar System Universe. Yeah, one of the two. He did. Like, he explained like DNA for twenty minutes. Yes. And we were just sat there watching. us going, how? What? How? How? How does anyone not get to be an adult and and not? understand rna and dna and yeah at least at the basic level of of what it is and what it does maybe not how well, that's it pretty works. much why he didn't go into gen- well he did kind of got into genetics and uh, hereditary and then but but no yeah no he just he just explained what dna means and and when you and, and what it is when you compare that to things on youtube 
where they actually like Minute Physics and SciShow and uh, V Heart and V Source who explain hugely complex concepts like what the Higgs boson is and how it works in a minute or two minutes or three minutes or SciShow which goes from space exploration to new species have been found to why fracking is bad in five minutes it's really bizarre that TV seems to think we need to dumb down and the internet is saying we don't we can handle these lofty ideas you just need to do it in a entertaining way yeah, you need to explain them well, and you, which is really depressing because I've seen Brian Cox live, and and then he has explained, yes, there's a speech about the Higgs boson and, and particle physics, and I, I mean, he's work at he works at CERN, so he's obviously an incredibly intelligent guy, and he just, I mean, surely he must hate himself a bit, <laughs> just just he gets free travel around the world out of that show I think that's the only reason he does yeah, it I, I need to ex- I am stood by a volcano in Rio de Janeiro <laughs> and, and this is like the beginning of the universe he's like no no you just wanted a free trip to Rio <laughs> shut up there's, there's not even a pretense of science in this yeah uh, I need to explain I need to explain how a, a binary solar system works I need to do this from Antarctica Yes, I've always wanted to go there, and this is the perfect... <laughs> and then he just holds up two snowballs and goes, this is like a binary yeah. star system, throws one away. Uh, and and I'm sure there's a producer there going, couldn't we have done this with a chiller cabinet back in the UK? No, no, no. 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 You could just have two oranges and go, this is the solar system. <laughs> no, no, Antarctica, expensive places, business class, that kind of thing is what... Yeah, you well, you don't want to fly economy if you're Brian Cox. Brian Cox doesn't fly EasyJet, no. No, no, he, he flies... Uh, Business class priority out, boarding. Emirates, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. His own personal waitress, or, or, or what they call what they call them, flight attendants, there we go. Flight attendants. You pretty much get, though, if you're flying in business class, there's like... There, I mean, there's not that many people there anyway. <sighs> Because you can have your own bed and just, it's just, yeah. I'd love to fly business class. One day, one day, when, when me and you are renowned Shakespeare scholars and we go, well, of course we're explaining what Sonnet 76 means, but however, we need to do it from from San Francisco. It's, it's the yeah, only way to yeah. explain Sonnet 76. Yeah, yeah. We we need access to uh, the Golden Gate Bridge. We, we need to walk underneath the Golden Gate Bridge yeah. to explain what love is in Sonnet 76. And while we're doing that, there should be a biplane looping around the bridge <laughs> around us. Yeah, this. And, and just, 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 just a play, or just with balloons, write Bill into the sky. <laughs> that, that's it. Bill Shaky. Bill Shaky. Ah, um, um, Sonnet 76. We have gone incredibly far off course. We have. I'm, I'm sorry. We did very well on Sonnet 75. Yeah. Also good on yeah. 76. But I think that was all the concentration because we are recording this on the same day as 75. It was. We've so. used all our conversa- uh, concentration. That's, that's... But yeah, yes, <laughs> this this sonnet, I think, is, is basically Shakespeare going, all I'm doing is recycling my poetry for you. Yeah, pretty much. You, you are wonderful. You know you're wonderful. I'm telling you you're wonderful. Can we not just cut to the chase and have sex? Is, is I think the underlying message of this. That's that. That is always the underlying message. <laughs> I just I write these sonnets. Shut up and take your clothes off. <laughs> Every sonnet boiled down. Shut up and take your clothes off. 
yeah, that, that's possible. I've now got very bad images of Shakespeare and a fair youth in my head. That's just wrong. Thank you for that. It's, it's, it's fine. Would you like to read this out while I, I try and scrub my mind clean? <laughs> I, I can try. I, I'll read it in my erotic voice. Don't, don't. Do you have an erotic voice? I don't know. Your girlfriend's got a key. I have, I have a singing voice. You're weird. I am. I'm foreign. Yeah. Sonnet 76. Why is my verse so barren of new pride, so far from variation or quick change? Why with the time do I not glance aside to newfound methods and to compounds strange? Why write I still all one, ever the same, and keep invention in a noted weed, that every word doth almost tell my name, showing their birth, and where did they proceed? Oh, no sweet love I always write for you, and you and love are still my argument, so all my best is dressing all words... Right, just say new, we are fine. Old, I said old. Ah, uh-huh. So all my best distressing old words new, spending again what is already spent. For as the sun is daily new and old, so is my love still telling what is told. Brilliant. That was that was sonnet 70, 76 of Shakespeare's sonnets. I've been Mark Chastley, and you can follow me on Twitter at inearent or at Nufkin, but I don't tend to moan on that about being ill. Um, it's true. Yeah, yeah, you do. I've been uh, Thierry Hillis and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. And 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 we are flatterable. Flatter us. Um, if you don't know what that means, do a Google search. You'll find out. It's lovely. Um, and and we shall see you next time for Sonic Seventy Seven. Halfway then. That's officially halfway. Brilliant. Yeah. Excellent. Bye bye. Bye bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.